Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pesanek III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, about the seminal MTV reality show, The Hills. Today, we are discussing Season 4, Episode 20, the Season 4 finale, I, Heidi, Take the Spencer Ellipsis. Yep. Keyword being finale. Finale. Yes. Um, we're in the home stretch, you guys. Just 10 more episodes left after this one. That sounds so short. It's really exhilarating. Yeah, it is. Um, now, because this is the third episode we've recorded today, I, I don't have any house cleaning, do you? The only thing that I said I was going to look up last week was the sandals that Lauren was wearing when her and Whitney were at Lemonade. I said they were Marc Jacobs. They were actually YSL. Oh, nice. They were a very 2008 sandal of the time. Everybody had them. They were very kind of like a revamped 1940s sandal, but very tall with a platform. So if you're curious, you can look those up. Amaze. Yep. But that's not really house cleaning. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, so the episode starts with the uh, season recap. We get like little bits from the whole season. Yeah. Um, but the main taglines away from it are uh, uh, Adrena and Justin Bobby. Yep. And a little bit of Spencer and Darlene. Yeah. Yeah. With his foreshadowing to the episode. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we open the episode and we are at the SLS Hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. And we see Brent and Kimberly for the first time in a little bit. And of course they are talking about this hotel opening and the event And I love when Heidi has shop talk with Brent and Kimberly. She just throws out random event phrases and she does it again later. But this one, she says, so what are we going to do with the VIP seating? No one answers the question. They just move on in the conversation. They just ignore her. Yeah. So then Brent mentions that they have to stick to the timeline and make sure everything's running smoothly for the musical act, which is Pink Martini. Yep. And then Brent says, so what else is going on? And it seems as though he's asking about the event, you know? And Heidi says, oh, you know, I was just in Mexico and I got married. And I wrote that Spencer, I mean, that Brent and Kimberly are over it. Yeah. They were both just like, oh. The first thing Brent says is, shut up. (laughs) And then she says, yep, a few margaritas and a sunset. We got married. And they both just say nothing. And by the way, we never saw them have margaritas. We saw had them saw Patron shots. Yeah. Some kind of brightly colored mixed drinks that were not margaritas. Champagne. Like, I never saw a margarita. Nope. I never saw a sunset either. Yeah. I saw nighttime. And really early morning. Yep. Yep. I know. So then we go to the Tricomi Salon, Lauren's Salon. But before we get inside the salon, I need to discuss what Lauren's wearing. Lauren's style game the past few episodes, despite my personal loathing of mustard yellow, has been good. She looks great. This is Lauren, like, she's got a famous boyfriend. She's really turning it out. This is not okay. I think the only person on this show who can pull off suspenders is Justin Bobby. Yep. And no one else. Lauren is wearing her tight jeans and heels and a pretty oversized white v-neck t-shirt with black suspenders over it mm-hmm. and no belt but the shirt's tucked in it, why why to go sit in a salon chair and get your hair done beats me yeah it's bad so then they start talking about how they're going to this sls hotel opening well first can we talk about the fact that lo is wearing the necklace from the titanic 
She's wearing the Heart of the Ocean? Yes. I didn't see it. It looks like the Heart of the Ocean. Yeah. I just went to I the Titanic what the fuck. Museum. I, I know you did. That's why I was bringing it up. I did not see that. I yeah. would have freaked. Mm-hmm. My friend and I almost bought matching ones, but they were so ugly. We couldn't do it. Yeah. She's wearing like a big giant blue like topaz or something like necklace. It looks like the heart of the ocean. Yeah. I settled for <laughs> buying one that was made out of chocolate and then we ate it. Yum. Yeah. It was great. So they are at the salon getting their hair done for this opening. So note this for the timeline. Just putting it out there. They are getting their hair done for an event that day. You don't get your hair done the day before. Last I checked. No. Lauren says she wants a hairdo, but nothing too polished. Lo, I don't know what Lo's doing with her hair. I don't, she said something up, but not up. They're both going to do up. Yeah. Yeah. So then Lo asks Lauren who is doing the opening. They say it's Bolt House. You know, Heidi will probably be there. And then Lo asks if Lauren's going to talk to her. Do you miss her? Holly told me about the wedding and Lauren just doesn't have a lot to say and says, you know, I'm sure that Heidi misses having friends, which. Well, what annoyed me about this is that they were like, oh, Heidi's going to be there. You know, it's Bolt House. And Lauren was like, what? I'm like, you both know. Like, yeah. give me a fucking break. Well, like, Lauren's the one who says it's Bolt House. Oh, well, but Lo knew too. Everybody knew. Like, I know. I mean, is I know. Heidi going to be there? Would Heidi? Of course Heidi's going to be there. You're all our idiots. And. We all know that Lauren doesn't miss Heidi. She doesn't. Nope. She likes to reminisce, and I think she always thought that they would be friends longer than they were, but in her day-to-day life, she does not miss Heidi. Yeah. Stop making it happen. So The other thing that was really fucked up about this, though, was the timeline of the appointment. Because we see them when they first arrive, they have barely done nothing, anything. Then it cut to the end where their hair is done. So yeah. there is a whole hour missing. Yeah. There is a whole entire hour missing from this. Yeah. So then Lauren admits, she says, I really don't know how to do anything with Heidi except be her best friend or hate her. I don't know how to be around her in between. Which I think is a fair way to say kind of what they're experiencing. She knows she's going to run into Heidi from time to time on camera, but she doesn't really know how to converse yeah. with her. So... I actually think Lauren handled it pretty well in this episode, all told, but we'll get there. So then we open on what is Frank's, one of Frank's top five fantasies. It was delicious. So Justin Bobby is shirtless, wearing overalls Mm -hmm. and leather fingerless gloves. Yep. Driving his Harley with the tog. A full on hog with the high handlebars. With a sparkly silver helmet. And Audrina is just squeezing onto him for dear life, riding the highway to Palm Springs. Which, by the way, would be a nightmare. I would not want to be on the back of a motorcycle for four hours. Is it that far? To Palm Springs? Yeah, I think it's pretty... Well, two at best. I think it's pretty far. I would just think it'd be hot, but whatever. Well, no, but motorcycle... Have you been on a motorcycle? I feel like there's so much wind, it's not It's hot. cold. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is that, like, it could be a million degrees outside, but from the wind, it can be chilly. So, and it's just uncomfortable, like, to sit like that for hours and hours and hours. Well, whatever. It still looked pretty amazing. And Audrina looks great. She looks like she's having a blast hanging on to Justin. And all Audrina has with her is a backpack. Yep. And I earned a little bit of extra respect for Audrina. I think compared to the other ladies on the hills, if there was someone who said, I booked a bungalow in Palm Springs, do you want to leave tonight? She'd be like, yep. And she would just throw some things in a backpack and hop on a bike. Agreed. And I like that about her. Agreed. She seems 
lower maintenance than the other ladies. Like, how many suitcases do we think Heidi really had on that trip to Mexico? Like, 15? Three. <laughs> yeah. That's still 15 for how long yeah. they were there. So, they go to the Viceroy, Viceroy, if anyone knows how to pronounce that, do tell us. Um, and they check into their bungalow, and they decide they need a drink after their long drive, and Justin finds a bottle of champagne in the hotel room. Audrina freaks out. She says, Champagne? Why do they always get so excited about champagne? I feel like they drink champagne all the time. Well, I mean, when I was 22, I was really excited by any alcohol around me, so I can kind of see that. They've been going to clubs for like four years. Yeah, but it's free in a hotel, so, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, why is it any more exciting than anything else? Oh. Okay. Um, so they drink it out of the bottle, which is kind of amazing, actually. I liked that. Yeah. But then Justin takes a book, a page out of Spencer's book, rather, and says, you know, things are just so much better when they're the two of us. You know, no offense, but I'm so thrilled not to hear your girlfriends in your ear and and avoid the drama. Well, and he also says this is the first time we've ever been away together alone. Yes. Which also blows a hole in the whole, like, left in Vegas theory again. Yeah. But yeah, so the first time they've ever been away together alone. Yeah, which is actually, it is exciting. Yeah. But I do think it was it was reminiscent of Spencer, if only a little bit. And he also calls her dude, which I think is super sexy. <laughs> Audrina's living your best life She really is. Episode. She really, really is. Yeah. So then we go back to LA to Chez Ambiance, and we open on the couch, and who is sitting there but Darlene? Darlene! She does not look happy. Well, she and Spencer are just sitting there, like, staring at each other uncomfortably. Yeah. Also, she apparently also showed up unannounced. Yep. Like, who, wh what world do these people live in that everyone just flies across the country and shows up on your doorstep? It happens a lot on this show. It has never happened once in my life. Has it happened in your life? Because it hasn't. Like, no. what the fuck? No. But later in this episode, as we'll discuss when we get there, there are clearly some issues between Heidi and her mom that we're not privy to. And I think Spencer is a part of it, but I think there are other things that are a part of it too. Like, I'm wondering if Darlene actually found out about this wedding from a news article and not from Heidi. I don't know. I, they're just, there's something going on there. Well, Spencer also wasn't wearing his wedding ring. No. I looked. Yeah. And he was not. Yeah. So, obviously, Heidi gets home and says, what are you doing here? And Darlene says, I wanted to surprise you. So then they cut to commercial to ramp up drama, but then they come back and we're still on the sofa with pissed off Darlene. And she asks how their trip to Mexico was, even though she already knows how their trip to Mexico was. Yeah. And Heidi says, you know, we just had a few margaritas and decided to get married. And she's been wanting to get married to Spencer for two years. And her mom says, but you wanted a big traditional fairy tale wedding, which is true. She did. Yeah, she did. And... Then, you know, Heidi says that she's happy and she apologizes that her mom's upset, sort of. And her mom says, how can I not be upset about this? So this is where I'm sort of on both of their sides. You know, her mom has a right to be upset that she missed her daughter's wedding. I'm sure for a mother that is upsetting. And her mom is not wrong that a wedding is about a lot of people at the end of the day. But Heidi is not wrong in that if she and Spencer are happy, too bad, you know? Well, and here's where I'm going to throw a giant monkey wrench into the entire works. So yeah. Darlene is claiming that she's upset that she didn't get to witness the nuptials. Why isn't she going to the courthouse? Right. 
Like, it's weird. Yeah. She, like, they haven't said, like, come to the courthouse with us. We're going tomorrow. And she hasn't said, like, I want to come to the courthouse. I, it's basically, she's just, I'm not coming, is what right. she said. Yeah. And I'm like, if, you, if all you care about is seeing your daughter get married, go to the fucking courthouse. Right. Problem solved. Yeah. If Problem you want to be a, If you want to be a part of it now, be their witness. But I think, you know, people have a right to be upset when loved ones elope. But also, loved ones have a right to elope. If that's how they want to get married, then that's how they want to get married. So, I can see why there's tension. But also, we just spoiled it. Darlene asks if it's legal, and they say they're going to go to the courthouse and make it legal. That's where the scene ends. So then we go back to Palm Springs, and Audrina and Justin are sitting outside, poolside, and they order a filet with asparagus for the two of them, obviously, because... That's enough to feed them for a week. And Audrina says that she's she's so antsy. She's always antsy around Justin. Well, and also we should note that they're at a bed cabana. Yes. Because I love a good bed cabana. Audrina is living your best life. Well, but to be fair, that my pool membership this summer, they had bed cabanas. So I got to live my best life this summer. Which, P.S., bed cabanas are really good in theory, but not in practice. Because there's, like, no head support. So unless you're, like, full on laying down, it kind of sucks. But, but they're cool looking. I feel like... If we just took Audrina out of every scene with Justin Bobby in this episode and put you in it... Oh, I'd be thrilled. It's it's for you. Yeah, this was thrilled. made for you. Yeah. Yeah. So they talk about how their nerves for each other are actually excitement when they haven't seen each other in a while. They're being pretty schmoopy for them this episode. Yes. Um, Justin says, you are a rare one. Okay. And then they ask a bunch of, you know, lofty questions. Do you think the universe is in our favor? Are you happy? We're at a standstill. Something needs to change. You know, the typical Justin and Audrina talk. So this is where I said to Frank, and he's going to punch me in the face, that what Justin says to Audrina, I found sweeter than what Spencer said to Heidi back in Mexico. But Spencer redeems himself at the end of this episode for me. And Spencer's was real. I know. Justin's was not. I'm just saying, I think Justin is better at nice words on the spot. (laughs) Even though Spencer meant his, these were sweeter. Fair enough. So he says, Audrina, I'm blessed to know you. And I'm so lucky that someone like you came in. Super blessed to know you. Oh, yeah. Super blessed. He says, I'm so lucky someone like you has come into my life. And this connection I have with so few people. Which is, it's a very nice thing to say. And then he sticks his pinky in the air and there's a ring on it. And it's, I actually like the ring. It's just a pave, very thin, delicate band, but I really liked it. It was pretty. And he holds it up on his pinky and then he puts his entire finger in his mouth and then pulls the ring out of his mouth. And gives it to her and she puts it on. I put Justin Bobby's spit ring. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think if you were drinking champagne and eating filet and he put a spit ring on your finger, that would work. Oh, a thousand percent. (laughs) But so he puts it on her ring finger on her left hand and says, you're amazing. And she gives him a kiss and thanks him for the ring. We don't know what it's for, but I guess it's just a you're amazing ring. I think in lieu of the KKZ podcast, it was really like a friendship ring. I think he does genuinely care for her as a person. And I think that's what it was representative of. Yeah. Cute ring, though. It was very cute, yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the SLS opening. So I guess in terms of timeline, Heidi got home from the SLS tour, had this fallout with her mom, and then went to the opening, but... Sure. Yeah. Bullshit. 
We're at the SLS opening, and Heidi, again, is doing some fake event shop talk. And this was some of my favorite. She and Kimberly are walking around the event, talking about how everyone's in black tie dress, and Heidi hasn't seen everyone look this nice in a while. She said, I'm so glad we got the parking issue taken care of. Should we go have fun? Like, oh, okay. Well, and I have to say, Kimberly looked amazing. Yeah. She looked beautiful. Yeah. And then who did we cut to? Holly. Who is nude? O-M-G. Nude. She's wearing a silk dress that hangs in the back pretty much down to her butt crack. It's like the Hillary Swank dress. But below, like, I mean, butt crack in the back, but on the side, it's yeah. literally, it's like full on a hip. Yeah. Like it is low cut. Holly's naked. Yeah. And amongst our Hills ladies, there's a lot of confusion as to what black tie means. And I'm going to go ahead and say... Heidi is the only one who is dressed black tie. Holly technically is, but she just looks like a trash bag, so. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, at least that was an evening gown. Yes. I mean, no one else was wearing an evening gown. Yes. So yes. Heidi is wearing floor-length black. Oh yeah, for sure. But Lo and Elsie and Stephanie, not so much. Stephanie's wearing a fur vest. Yeah. A cheap looking one, mind you. Not like a mink stole or something nice. No, looking. it was definitely made out of teddy bears. Yes. And she's wearing bright red sheer sleeves, like a top and a skirt of yeah, some kind. not black It's tie. very almost famous in a way that's not a compliment. Lauren is wearing a lime green short dress with a blazer. And I love a blazer. I wear a blazer all the time. Not when it says black tie. No. I don't know what Lo was wearing, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it wasn't right. I don't remember. <laughs> I did put there that I thought that Heidi's earrings were gorgeous. Heidi looked gorgeous. But she was wearing this like diamond yes. teardrop ear. They were beautiful. They were beautiful. I'm sure they cost a fortune. Her makeup was lovely. Her dress looked good. She wasn't being overly showy. She looked like she could have been working the event that was black tie. It was actually realistic for Heidi. I yeah. was bowled over. So Heidi is talking to Holly and Stephanie and then they see Elsie and Lo across the pool. And Heidi decides to go over there. Well, and there's a lot of like, should I say something? Should I not say something? What should I do? And they're like, well, that you're here. It's your event. You should definitely say something. So there was a whole big weird back and forth about that. Naturally. So then Heidi goes over to Lauren and asks if she can speak to Lauren alone. So Lo leaves. And they stare at each other for a minute. And Lauren at least tries to break the ice by saying, I hate that this is awkward. And I have to say that I thought this conversation, despite everything else, seemed very genuine. Yes. Um, they both seemed actually, like, melancholy, and even Elsie seemed a little melancholy and sad about the situation. Yeah. So, what I found most interesting about their conversation is Heidi says, I miss you, and Lauren looks at her with sincerity and says, are you Okay. Because presumably she heard about the wedding. Oh, yeah. I mean, she knows she just got married, allegedly. Yeah. And Lauren says, are you happy? Because I think everybody who knew Heidi knew she wanted that showy fairy tale wedding. Especially someone who was best friends with her from ages 18 to 20. Yeah. So I think everybody knows that this was like a manipulative show plot point thing. And they feel bad for her a little bit. So Heidi says that she is happy. And Lauren says, well, that's all that matters. And then Lauren changes the, you know, the base of the conversation and says, how are things with your mom? And Heidi immediately starts crying and says, things with her have been really hard. Yeah. So I don't think it was just Spencer. I feel like Heidi's mom was giving interviews 
or making comments to the press. Like people were calling her for comments on things that Heidi and Spencer were doing and Darlene was taking them up on it. So I think Lauren was sort of saying, how's that all going with your mom? Oh, I took it more just to being like Lauren knows her mom hates Spencer. And like, how is that going? I think it's that and other things. Because I think that might be why Spencer hates her mom so much too. It wasn't just that she didn't like Spencer. There was more to it. But Spencer doesn't hate her mom. In interviews, he said it was all made up. Maybe. I don't know, though. And that did not come up on the mother-daughter experience. It did not. Okay. Like, that there was no fight. It was all the plastic surgery stuff. There was nothing about the wedding. Interesting. I mean, maybe Darlene's a good actress, but... I think that... But, no, I I think that the it's hard with my mom thing. I think it had nothing to do with her talking to the press anything. I think it really, truly was. She just wasn't a huge fan of Spencer in the beginning, then felt excluded from this whole wedding bullshit. I think that Darlene thinks that they really got married. Like, I, I think that, I, I think they were pulling the wool over her eyes as well. Okay. So she wasn't in on the joke and that's why she was so upset. Maybe. Exactly. I think that's what's really going on. Yeah. I mean, I do think there's something, maybe it's not her talking to the press, but I think she doesn't understand the whole nature of what they're doing with this show. Oh, something, I agree. Something is amiss. Yeah. Yeah. So... But what's interesting is that Lauren starts defending her mom and sort of saying, you know that you have an amazing mom. And Heidi says, but something with my mom has been irreparable. So maybe it is the wedding, but like, it just feels like there's something deeper going on. She burst into tears at the mention of her mother. And she wasn't drunk, at least not yet. Well, but if you were believing this in face value, her mother is in LA, staying in her apartment, livid with her that she got married behind her back pissed off that she didn't get to see the ceremony. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot going on. Well, and she won't step to her mother in front of Spencer. She needs to be on Spencer's side. Yeah. And she doesn't want to cry to her mom in front of Spencer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, then, (laughs) Heidi says again that the only thing her life is missing is Lauren. She has got to let that go. She's got to let it go. And Lauren says the coldest thing ever, which is, it is what it is. I mean, when someone tells you they miss you and you don't miss them, what do you say, though? I mean, I totally get this because I had a very good friend for many, many, many years. Um, my friend Felicia, the one that was in the wheelchair that... Got the dead hates, dog? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, to this day, like, I miss her in the fact that we had a lot of really good times together. But she was such a, like, life-suckingly nightmare friendship that like I would never be friends with her again yeah so I get where Lauren's coming from. me too like, I'm on the same page so I think that she was going through a lot it was like I do miss Heidi I do miss our old times but I know those can never go back and the bad outweighs the good and therefore I'm done so like yeah. I get where she's coming from and I actually think even though she's being a little cold she's handling it well she's not being rude no not at all I thought it was a very sweet exchange between the two of them yeah so then Heidi like breaks the ice a little further and says like have you been working out basically telling Lauren she looks good and Lauren says no and then Heidi makes a weird comment about how seeing Lauren makes her feel so young and she can't believe this has all happened in a few years and whatever well and she said something that I thought is like as you get older you learn is very true when everyone says it but she says I don't get older time just passes by yeah and don't you feel like you're still 18 yeah But then Lauren, again, looks at her with this really sympathetic face and says, you know, Heidi, I hope you know that if anything really happened with you, that I'd be here for you. And that's the part that pissed me off because I wrote, like, lies. Because that is bullshit. Like, that is fucking bullshit. Lauren didn't mean it. Maybe in the moment. 
But I guarantee a week from now, if Spencer left Heidi and she was devastated, she called Lauren. Lauren would be like, the fuck? Like, yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. But her look was sincere. Maybe she's just gotten better at putting that look on her well, face. In the moment, I think she was sincere, but I don't think it's true. That doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Anything else about this? This is where no. I really noticed Lauren's outfit and I was mad about it. Yeah, no. Her outfit is cocktail at best. Yeah. I know. It annoyed me. I liked the hairdo, though. The hairdo could have been black yeah, tie with the right dress. So then we go back to Shay Ambiel, and Spencer's mustache is so gross. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. I, it's, this, I hope it's not next season where he goes like full on woolly mammoth. I think that's season six, but he just looks unkempt. It's yeah. not, it's not good. Um, actually, which reminds me, we forgot to discuss their big pregnancy photo shoot recently. Oh yes, we sure did. With the formal gowns and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm going to say something that someday I may regret. I actually thought Spencer looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. I thought they both looked good. I didn't like some of the clothing choices, but like oh, they, no. they both looked good. Heidi's clothing choices have been questionable for years. Yeah. But she actually, she's mastered that pregnancy pose and good oh, on her. Oh, for sure. But like Spencer actually, he still has facial hair, but he's trimmed it up nicely. Like I was like, okay, Spencer. And actually when this episode is airing, they should be having the baby. Yeah. Get ready, guys. Yeah. That. I'm, I'm more excited about that than Lauren's baby going away. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, we're at Shea Ambiel. His mustache is out of control. And he decides to basically torment Heidi's mother. Yeah. By showing her photos of the Mexican wedding on his digital camera. And I am proud of Darlene for stepping to him about this, even though it doesn't really go well. She said, I know that you manipulated and plotted to have this wedding. This You knew that Heidi didn't want this. And I don't remember what he says back, but he basically says, Heidi's my wife and we're doing this. I mean, I just wrote my notes like, darling, don't play. Like yeah. she was like calling him all on the carpet from everything. But again, I'm annoyed because she keeps talking about like, I won't be there. I won't be there. I want to stop you. Fucking go to the courthouse, Darlene. You're in LA. Yeah. Go with them. All you want is to see them get married. Fucking go to the courthouse. Like I was getting really frustrated with that. So I think maybe to go back on what I just said, what she's actually upset about is that she doesn't want them to make it legal like this. She wants them to make it legal with the wedding. So she's not participating. But you know what? If you're a good supportive parent, yeah, like you sure your kid isn't doing what you wanted and maybe you don't think they're doing necessarily what they wanted, but they're getting married and you want to be there. So you go yeah. like she didn't like, yeah, no, I agree. And I think if that was her big problem, she should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so then we go back to Palm Springs just briefly and Justin and Andrina are kind of rolling around in their bed and they're talking about how they're each other's best friends and they're special to each other and et cetera, et cetera. And Audrina's not wearing the ring he gave her the night before. No. <laughs> and that's that. But I did think it was like, it was a very honest conversation in lieu of the KKC podcast, knowing that they were actually friends. I think it was very yeah. genuine and real it was one of the few times that I thought Justin Bobby on camera was being very real. Because um, usually we get like the surly, nasty Justin Bobby. But he was very like open and honest. And I, I, I thought it was good. Yeah. This is one of the more genuine episodes we've had in a while. Yeah. Last week we had Whitney and her dad. That was great. But this, this is the closest thing we've had to real. In... Totally. Yeah. All right. So then we end the episode and the season at the Beverly Hills Courthouse. Court Stephanie is going to be the witness to Heidi and Spencer. And Heidi is, she looks a little nervous. I'm sure she was playing that up. 
But she says she's upset that her mom's not there and she's going to go freshen up. See, I don't buy any of this. Yeah, no, it's... Not one bit of this. I think it was all fake. Oh. I think the fact... My note that, says fake AF. That, like, <laughs> that Heidi magically suddenly had to go to the bathroom so Spencer and Stephanie could talk. Like, the whole thing was yeah. manufactured and fake. Yes. Um, and I really don't like the dress that Heidi was wearing. First, oh, I put hospital smock. Yes. It's it looks so, like a hospital smock. It's an ill-fitting white wrap dress that somehow has like a shirt dress button vibe on top, yeah, but not on the bottom. Terrible. And for someone who normally looks great in white, it looks awful. Yeah. Awful. Spencer's wearing a full suit and actually looks quite handsome despite his ugly facial hair. And Heidi looks terrible. Terrible. So then they go into this courtroom. Well, first... Stephanie oh, has yeah, yeah. to come to Jesus with Spencer and says, like, you can't, do, you can't do this to her. Like, she wants the big wedding. Like, this isn't fair. Like, she's wanted her whole life. You, This is not okay. She said, I don't know what to tell you, but all I will tell you is this is wrong. Yeah. Okay. And then they go inside. They go inside the courtroom. And the woman... What do they call that? Um, judge? No, she's not a judge. That's the point. And that was something that that blog... I was trying to remember what they called where they sit. The bench? The bench. Yes, thank you. So the woman behind the bench is actually not a judge. And that was part of the problem that people were picking apart in this episode, like in blogs historically. She's a deputy commissioner. I'm going to blow this right out of the water, period, end of story. Anyway, it's not real because I went to a courthouse. I was a witness at a courthouse wedding a million years ago in Rockville here, this area, for someone who's getting a green card marriage. And they have a chapel. Yeah. Like, the judge did it in a little tiny chapel. Like, they don't do it on the bench. Like, that's not real at all. Right. So that other blog that I found last week was saying that the Hills even filmed this after hours. Yeah. That's why no one else is in the hallway. Yeah. It's all fake. The whole thing was stupid. Yeah. My favorite, though, is that Heidi curtsied. Did you see that? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They walk in, she gets behind the desk, and she curtsies to the magistrate. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Also, that woman is not a judge. She's a deputy commissioner. They're two different things. She's probably not even allowed to marry you, even if this was real. Also, Heidi's middle name is Blair. I kind of love that. I like it too. And we didn't get to hear Spencer's middle name, which I thought was weird. She used the names that they gave. So Heidi introduces herself as Heidi Blair Montag. And he says, I'm Spencer Pratt. But I'm assuming they would have used the paperwork. She probably had the the alleged paperwork they filled out in front of her. I actually noticed that Heidi had paperwork in her purse. And then she set her purse on the floor. Yeah. Nothing was exchanged. But so anyway, she walks them through the beginning of wedding vows. Heidi does hers and says, I, Heidi, take these Spencer, blah, blah. And then we get to Spencer. Spencer (gasps) stalls the vows. And he says... That he sort of wonders if they're doing something sneaky and shady and if Heidi really wants her family there and to have a big wedding, he feels like that's what they should do. So now Spencer admits that this was all his idea. Oh, okay. Okay. I wrote Spencer gets woke. Whatever. (laughs) This makes me even more mad about all the bullshit things he said in Mexico. So... And he says, you know, if this is what you want, you need to tell me. And Heidi starts crying and says, I shouldn't have to tell you. Which made me a little bit mad at Heidi. If you didn't want this, why didn't you speak up before the I, Heidi, take the Spencer part? Because she is whipped. I know. So this is where Spencer redeems what he said in Mexico to me. And he says, okay, we're not going to do this. I think we should have the wedding of your dreams because it's going to be worth it to have you with me for the rest of my life. That is sweet. And MTV will pay for it. And yes. it will be a ratings bonanza. Yep. I can't wait to get there. 
<laughs> and actually, now that I think about it, that's why we only got the end of the video footage of their wedding from Mexico, because MTV didn't want to show two. Well, they were like, oh, we're going to save this all for the big one. Yep. Also, I hate to break their bubble, but they talked about how they'd already filed all the paperwork. You're married. If the paperwork oh, was oh. all filed, you're fucking married. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, like, that's bullshit. Because it, the actual efficient saying things to you does nothing. It's the filing of the paperwork that makes you married. Oh, yeah. You can get efficient married every Saturday if yeah. you want. But until you have that certificate, you're not married. Yeah. So there, that's the fact that he was like, we spent an hour filling out paperwork. I'm like, no, you didn't. It also doesn't take that long. Yeah. No. Liars. <laughs> Liars. I speak from personal experience. But that is it. That's it. So we, we are done with season four. And we are done with all of the long seasons. Mm-hmm. We have 10 episodes of season five, and we are coming down the home stretch for real this time. We sure are. I'm very excited. I'm excited too. I almost wonder if we should dress up for the wedding. Maybe. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get drunk. Oh, yeah. For sure. There should be a cake involved too. Oh, for sure. We yeah. can cut it together. Yeah. I okay. like that. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we will see you very soon. Have a great day. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at B at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.